This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. If you're a fan of NPR, listening to our podcasts and live stream has never been easier. Just search for accessmedia.nz on the App Store or Google Play and download the app with the Kiwi Fruit logo. Once you've got it, pick Manawatu People's Radio from the list of stations and go find your new favourite show. Greetings all. We're here for part two of the long-term plan with our Mayor Grant Smith. So welcome again, Grant. Yeah, good Good morning, Anne. Right, so we um, ended up talking about parking and uh, cycle lanes. So there's been a lot of um, activity on uh, Facebook about these cycle lanes, um, planter boxes. So is there a date for the end of the trial? <laughs> Oh, I wish it'd be tomorrow, but anyway, <laughs> look, I We're can't. Just sick of hearing I, about it. Well, I, you know, I, I, you have to keep you have to keep a sense of humour about all this. Let, can I just start? It's it's actually a government trial, so it's an NZTA initiative. Um, look, I do not um, disagree with having more cycleways, and actually, the safety aspect of of this trial has been quite important, and and will be quite relevant when we make a final decision. I do, I mean, they just turned up, those planter boxes. I didn't even know they were coming myself. So um, it is hard to defend some of the stuff that's happened out there. Um, uh, People do have quite a lot of resistance to them, but having cycled it myself a couple of times, it's incredibly much safer than cars whizzing past you quite quickly on a highway. It is called Pioneer Highway for a reason. So I, I, it'll be interesting to see what the numbers are and, and the feeling from officers and the uh, and independent officials um, whether we do something um, in, in a more permanent um, uh, piece of infrastructure. But I assure you it will not be planter boxes. So likely the planter boxes will be taken away and, and yeah. the painting will still be there and it's still a cycle lane. Yeah, and, but, but it'll have some a different sort of um, nib infrastructure with possibly some of the more traditional cycle lane poles and those sorts of things, right. which are less obtrusive, are better seen by vehicles and still have those safety aspects. Look, it's it's been a trial. They've tried something new. I think they've learned a few things from it as well. Um, but it has been good to just – it turned, that turned up overnight. It was a bit of guerrilla tactics in the sense that it wasn't there in the morning and then it was there um, the next day. And, and – um, the same with all those planter boxes. They are relatively um, economical to do as well. So we'll, NCTA own them, I think. I'm not sure we own them. And, and look, we may be able to use them on something else. But again, I emphasise the trial, and I understand that trial is coming to an end within the weeks. Right. And are there plans for, um, not necessarily for planter boxes, but for um, cycle lanes around the country? Oh, yeah, there's uh, a whole... Around the country, yeah, around oh, the city, sorry. Yeah, yeah, there is. There's a whole urban network. Yeah, so yeah, where so, are they likely to so be? So, look, my understanding is the next one, which we're working on at the moment, is obviously Summerhill, which we've spoken about previously. Um, we've uh, still got a little bit of tidying up to do around College Street, but I think that's 99% done. Um, Featherston Street and, and Botanical are, are two other arterial routes that need to be looked at. But the plan is online. It's on our website, um, the Urban Cycleway Network, and it identifies um, the various 
cycleways um, that have been um, surveyed and identified as as, as good, um, safe uh, cycling um, lanes, and and then then they've identified the priority list of where they fall. All right. So that's so. Are these actually being done by um, their new roading contractors? Do they do that? They're like oh, a lot, a lot of the, a lot of it is. Um, there's a process, right? So you need to go and talk to the community. Um, you know, I'll be honest. Nine times out of ten, they're not that happy. Um, but you've got to find some compromise, some understanding, um, because there is a view that the resident owns the on-street car park. They don't, um, in, in a pure hard legal sense. So it's then figuring out, it does it get used? So then they take some surveys, um, and then they try and work out. And that's where those some of those inset parks have come in. So it's not done in a normal works program. It's it's tended out to it. So individually, say for instance, Summerhill was um, was tendered, and I think our own guys are doing it. Um, so the cost um, it'll either be done by our works department, it might be done by you know a, a Fulton Hogan, a Higgins contractor, it might be done by somebody else. Uh, some are big, some are quite small. Right, and while we're on the subject of roading and safety, etc., footpaths must come onto that. So, how is it decided where footpaths are going to be updated? Or obviously, new ones need to go in in new divisions, etc. Um, but how how are how yeah. are they done? Uh, is there a regular inspection of footpaths oh, yes. to decide that this yep. one needs doing, or yep. do they? Yep, there is. So, so you don't rely on reports from oh, somebody no, no, says no. I keep stubbing my toes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, we, well, all all of the above. So yes, we listen to reports from um, from residents and and we get numerous ones. Um, I can just say, look, we're a flat city. If you want to go and have a look at footpaths from other cities, then come back and make some <laughs> assumptions about us. Please go and do that, and I do that regularly. Um, we're not a hilly hilly place either, although we do have obviously the Massey Hill and 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 parts of Terrace End have rises, but we're relatively flat, so it means we've got um, a, a good base to work from. Our, our vast majority of our footpaths are in the high um, to excellent category, despite what the um, keyboard warriors and, and that say. <laughs> but we do know we've got some that need, you know, we've got nearly 800 kilometres of footpaths. It's a lot. So they're graded in the Australasian footpath independent ranking. So from five being um, very good down to one being really, really poor. And we're, we're way up in the fives, fours and, and threes. And Almost yes, for, for the vast 90% plus. But there is some stuff that needs fixing. We've increased the budget. NZTA have given us – they're keen on that being done as well. So they um, give us some uh, some top-up funding for that as well. Um, we're not checking on that. It's just um, – it has been hard to get contractors at time to times to do that work. Our own guys do some as well, uh, the depot guys, and do a really good job. But actually, it's a lot of work. There's a right. there's a huge amount of work out there. Well, I think everything, like anything, deteriorates as well as <laughs> it does. And you yeah. just got to keep on top of things, and that includes um, lichen spraying and, and sweeping and all those sorts of things as well. Yes, because I guess a high high um, footpath bit is just as dangerous as, as a um, 
mossy one that's wet. That slips, yeah. And look, with people doing more, I think there's probably people walking more now these days. And as you get a bit older, um, it's good to be walking. And that's when sometimes people are a little bit more susceptible to falling, falling over. Yes. Um, you know, myself included. <laughs> um, but look, if I get a complaint from anybody, I can assure the listeners that it has acted on straight away. And I have got complaints from people that have slipped over and, and hurt themselves. Um, and sometimes it's lighting as well. So, you know, we, we went through the process of changing all our, our city street lights from the old um, uh, bulb to the LED. And we needed to reset some of those. Um, and that's taken some time. But we, we seem to be getting an acceptance now that the the more direct light is a lot better. Right. Um, but we have had to go and backfill what I call some dark patches that the, the old bulb used to just put light here, there everywhere, and everywhere. Yes. Yeah. Right. So um, in the consultation document, there, um, there's a heading called City Improvements. So under that it said there was a facility stock take and needs assessment. So what sort of a facilities are we looking at or included in this Oh, well, what what that really means, you know, have we got the right mix of, of community centres, um, everything from um, libraries, theatres, museums, swimming pools, playgrounds, reserves, all of those sorts of things. And cities and, 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 and councils are really good at um, building new things, but it's actually the maintenance of them. So if every dollar that you put aside um, to build something, you've actually got to put sort of five plus Aside and in a in a long term, you know, thirty plus year maintenance plan, and sometimes that gets missed a little bit. Um, and we've had some examples in, in more recent times that uh, um, that the focus and the emphasis is on building the thing, and then oh, we've got another thing to look after. Right. And and, and look, Palmerston North is very well um, has great amenities and facilities, a lot better than our population would probably dictate. It's because we're a bit more of a regional centre um, and people come to us and we've got a bit of a commuter population as well. So we have a you know, we have a stadium which we've got to look after. We've got multiple swimming pools and some some think we need more. Um, and we're gonna test that. Um, you know, we've got fantastic uh, theatres, we've got numerous community centres and we're and we're building somewhere some more where that where there is some gaps. We've got a fantastic city library and branch library network, far superior to some of, even some of the metros. And then you come down to your basics of what I call your parks and your reserves, your playgrounds, um, your footpaths, your roading network, your bridges. People forget about bridges, and we've got a few. We have to look after them, and they are big-ticket items. You've then got your waters infrastructure and your built infrastructure. So that's buildings that we own. You know, we own nine earthquake-prone buildings and we're having to chip away at those and there's no easy answer with those. Then if you want to support your people, you've got to support your community groups uh, and they vary from um, community groups like the Red Cross, which I know you've, you've been involved um, um, with, and right through to your, you know, your heritage and your sporting and, and, and your business groups. And you've got events as well to try and you know, keep the city. So <laughs> the there's money a lot. only goes so far. <laughs> what I'm trying to emphasise here, there's a lot that you've got to look after. So um, oh, <coughs> excuse me. mentioning on um, maintenance, 
I um, had occasion to go down to the new memorial park and I noticed there that one um, there was already a hole in one of the um, activities has a grass, well it's not grass, it's uh, false grass or whatever, there's a big hole there already and I mean that's not been in, um, there very long has it? Yeah, look, I'm I'm, unsh- I'm unsure what you're you're exactly um, talking about there in terms of the hole, but um, that hasn't been properly commissioned yet, so I'm sure that that will will get sorted. But that's an example. So Memorial Park is that terracine part of town's basic park. Um, it's a fantastic park. When when I was little, my parents used to take me there. You know, I've taken my kids there over time. It's a fantastic facility, but the maintenance on it, you know, it had got to a level where we needed to do something. And, you know, it, it hadn't had its makeover for about 30 years. So that's why we've, um, you know, we gave it a reserve plan, uh, like a master plan. What are we going to do there? Because it's got sports grounds, it's got uh, water parks, it's got um, uh, grass areas, it's got beautiful uh, pathways. Um, and it has a slight uniqueness about it in being a memorial park for World War II veterans and families and also workers' memorial. So, um, I, look, I think it's going to be... It, we're already hearing uh, great reviews, and yes, it's not even. Yes, I was really impressed, and it's not even really open. I, I talked to um, several other people that were there, and one of the common things uh, concern was the the duck pond, and and this also. And my question was, um, if people have to uh, fence their swimming pools, and also farmers have to fence their little streams, why is it that? We don't put a wee fence around our duck ponds. The one in, in uh, uh, Memorial Park in particular, it was pointed out to me that, uh, well, it was raining the day I went, um, that, that's very, very slippery. There's no protection, and, and little children are prone to getting away pretty quickly. So uh, yeah, is there a possibility uh, of it actually being... Un- under my watch, no. Sorry, I mean, I'm... I'm, I'm I know it looks I'm, pretty, I'm, but no, are we I'm, looking I'm sorry, <laughs> but that's one thing that I get really upset about. I mean, we people have to have self-responsibility, and I mean, um, I, I think the, the, the Pools Act and, and everything is rubbish as well. Um, it really, it, look, there needs to be some... Self, I mean, we've got, we've got fenced areas on the outer fence, and if you want to get really legal about it, it is fenced around the perimeter. Um, and... Uh, if we're going to start fencing off every single little pool or or yes, um, you'd be or pond, or in there I mean, you'd be the uh, Esplanade, the, the, and they, we'll, they don't we'll look have the same. A, we'll have a yeah. six foot fence around the um, the city square. So um, you know it, we've just got to be sensible about it. Um, schools haven't been, um, and I left a board of trustees that um, you know wanted to fence a, a, a total school. Um, and fortunately, the new board didn't do it and, and um, pushed back on the ministry and the and the do do gooders. Um, and you know, Hokafitu School was still open today to everybody, but their neighbours down the road, everybody's fenced off like a prison. So, um, look, I get it, and it may be unpopular that view, <laughs> but I'm sorry. Well, everybody's to entitled be, to their own view. There but needs to be some. Um, understanding of you know looking after your 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 family yourself. We're not putting, you know, I know people can drown in three inches. Um, uh, we we haven't got a massive big um, uh, very deep pool there, but I'm not I'm not trying to downplay it. I'm just saying it uh, it it um, 
it is what it is there, and uh, I would hate to think that we're going to start fencing every single little part. Well, it doesn't mean a great big, huge six-foot fence, sort of not even a small, you know, two-foot well, high picket fence. Yeah. I know kids tend to climb on those as yep. well, and you've got to maintain it. But Yeah, well, it, I'd, I'd hate to say it, but they'll go for a six-foot fence because that's what the rules will probably, once you start legislating that stuff. And that's the problem with Oh, no, that would really take yeah. it away completely. Yeah. It looks lovely. And, and the kids can look at the ducks, but however so. Now, also under that... Um, section was the public toilets, new public toilets were mentioned, so where are they going to be and are they subject to the water decisions? Oh no, we've, um, we, we, we have to provide um, uh, public conveniences um, and, and, and it's sort of, it's interesting, it was on TV this morning about um, can you catch you know, the germs and everything around, oh. <laughs> around public toilets and of course you can and they were talking, you know, there was one silly comment from, uh, again, a, a no-name commentator that said um, only one city council provided soap and toiletries um, in, their, um, in their public toilets. Well, we do, and I know just about every other TA around us does, so I don't quite know where they say which, those. Which they were talking about. Yeah, <laughs> who they were talking about or, or why they misformed the public. Look, we get a lot of stuff stolen. Um, you may yeah. go in there at a certain time and there is nothing there. It's because somebody, somebody has, has stolen it. We, we, they steal toilet paper, they steal soap. We try and bolt everything down as much as we can. And and look, we I think our, our cleaning team do, and I and I, and I've and I've had them in recently for a morning tea in the mayor's office. Our cleaning team do a fantastic job in our city, and I think we're pretty proud of what we do. Our Toilets in the middle of the square are, again, I think New Zealand class, and we get comment, commentary about how good they are, um, you know, the Art Deco building there next to the eyesight. Um, look, we have a fund every year, um, Anne, where we look at um, where public toilets should go. Um, it's, it's, a, it's an operational decision. So we, again, coming back to you've got to provide a bit of money for things when you build them. We built uh, Hiara Kotahi, the bridge. We soon learnt very quickly that we needed a, another toilet or set of toilets there at the bridge. Then we got news that you get all over the way to the other side and need a toilet on the other side. So we put another toilet on the other side. So the, you can just see how things just mushroom up. Then you've got to improve toilets that you've already got. Um, and we've done a number of those, you know, um, Memorial Park's getting its uh, makeover. We've done Fitzherbert Park. Um, the Esplanade always gets a lot of use, so we're looking at all that. Um, out, some of our outer suburbs um, are, are getting work. Uh, Link later um, up at um, Kelvin Grove. Ashurst to Maine. Um, Bunny Thorpe's getting some new ones. I mean, you know, the list goes on. That's, that's true. So... Um Yes, I often go to um, the ones in Bai Te Arakotahi and they're very well situated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, at you're the right. end of an hour's walk, you know, all yeah. of a sudden you need to go. So. Yeah, yeah, and look, we've got, and we, and we do try and look at where people's patterns are and, and try and think, well, do we need another one down the end of Albert Street, that sort of thing. So, I mean, there'll, there'll be some there'll be some work around that because there's a lot, there's literally hundreds of thousands of people using the River Walkway now. Yes, true. So, um, where was up to? You mentioned before the arena complex, that's now complete? Um, the, 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 yes, we've finished that stage, um, but there's other stages to go. Um, so we are, 
in, in our LTP, uh, we have some money set aside in, in, in year three, four and five. Um, so we've we've put the steering group that looks after that project in hibernation at the moment, but we're looking at what the scope of that might be. Um, it includes um, some improvements to the indoor facilities, but also includes um, the grandstand roof on the um, on the other side of the uh, main uh, arena oval. Uh, also, we believe that um, the Māori Battalion Hall, right across diagonally across. Um, has some synergy and linkages and that separate group of trustees that looks after that has come to the city and said, look, can they perhaps be part of this wider plan? So I think it's sensible to do that. We've got a bit of street upgrade and pipe work to be done too there. So we're hoping we can pull all that together. But bearing in mind that is a... A year three, so it's a it's a so not for another couple of years at least, couple of years. Years. and we, and it's reliant on a bit of external money as well. So we will start probably, I'd say next year, starting to look at the fundraising of oh, that because right. it takes a couple of years to get. You know, it's literally millions we're going to raise. So because one one of the things with the um, arena complex, I've not yet been there to see it, but. Um, Somebody said the other day that they'd actually driven in there and the gateway with is, is hardly um, – she had a little car and she said it was very difficult, She, you know, with about an inch um, either side to drive through. So she said, how do bigger vehicles manage? She was going through the wrong entrance. It's, <laughs> the entrances are massive because they have trucks going in there. As she, I said, I haven't been she, there, she, so I she, don't know. It sounds to me like she might have driven into a pedestrian um, entranceway. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I don't know. But however, that yeah. thought I'd pass that comment on because yeah. I often ask people now, what would you like to find out? Yeah. Um, yeah. But however, we'll move from. But that. look, yeah, but look, there is, and 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 sometimes it is a, it is a bit hard to find out. Sometimes, especially when things are new, where do you go? So I could, you know, just to, to qualify that comment. Sometimes the pedestrian entrance way could look like a, an entrance way that you you drive, drive through. through. But um, no, the entrance ways are quite big, or it may have had only one part of the gate open of of the two gate oh, entranceway. Right. So yeah. I think that sounds like it might have been, but whatever reason yeah. <laughs> she's still got in. Oh that's good. That's good. So um and we're almost out of time for this, so goodness me, we could almost like I said before, we could probably have about a dozen um com- uh, interviews. But um yeah. A connected and safe community, just one thing I had to ask about that there's been a lot of hoo-ha and, and Facebook in particular about the building consents um, and the sensibility about putting uh, the Black Bull liquor outlet close to the schools and also, um, I don't know if it's correct, but a, a, a daycare centre being built next to the Albert Street Hotel and the... Um, well, booze outlet for a better, one better word. So, are those sort of things taken into account when consents are given? Or uh, well, it's not. Well, the consent is about the building. Um, it's not about who's next door. Um, so we will clarify that. Um, it's you talking more around the liquor license authority being able to um, consent um, or not consent, give a license to a um, facility. So, the, look, the one that's on Fitzherbert Avenue. Um, my understanding it's it's a joint thing between the Dominoes and 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 the in the Black Bull. Um, look, my view probably shouldn't have happened, um, but I'm not the liquor licensing authority. Um, and, te- and building te- building a daycare centre next to that seems a bit um, yeah, but you that's know, but, but, that's, but but, but, but if you take it into context, Anne, 
that the hotel was there exactly you know, uh, decades right. before um, the bit of land that the uh, the building owners bought and and put the daycare on. I'm I'm unsure about what the legalities are about <laughs> you know how many meters things are. Look, there's there is some rules, but obviously um, technically they were able to get a license; otherwise, they wouldn't have. Um, I have to say now, there's probably a lot more visibility about it. We've got, I think, we've got some silly licences in places like Highbury, which shouldn't have them. Um, they've got multiple licences where we should, you know, you, you know, supermarket buy a bottle of wine or a bottle of beer, right. but to, to have all these hard liquor stores around, um, yeah, I don't agree with as well. So the the building concepts have got nothing to do with no. what it is. Um, no, if it's if they build one and then they ask the, the liquor. Um, for to put liquor there, that, yes. that, that's different. It is. So when you go for a building consent, basically is can I build a house here or can I build a this here? Yep. And you look at um, that this is in commercial or it's in residential or whatever. Is that how it goes? It's the zoning. Is it is it so many feet off the boundary? Is it is it is it legal in terms of meeting the building act? They, that's what they look at. Um, I don't believe that they. And, and and that's the building side of it. Resource consent might be slightly different uh, around um, who's next door. Um, but, I, yeah, I mean, it's a good point that you bring up. I mean, I, I'm, I'm well aware of the Fitzherbert Ave one. Um, I'm not that aware of what the um, ramifications are of the Albert Street one. No, well, I, I just thought, well, I don't think it was somebody having a prank because so many people said, yes, it's a daycare going there. Um, I, believe, so, I believe it is. I believe it is. But uh, yeah, so you, you never know that sometimes the, um, well, Facebooks and all those sorts of things are. Um, oh, it's a great, it's a great way to get miscommunication out there. Oh, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, um, and everyone else is right, of course. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, we've only got a couple of minutes left, so we won't go into the social housing, which was a big topic that. Um, oh, look, I, I had just lots I, of questions I will, to yeah, talk about. Yeah, I mean, we can do that next time, Anne, but I just want to say we've done some good work, and next week we open the next stage of uh, Papioia Place. All right. So that, that will have gone from 43 to 85 houses with a small community centre and another few units to be built as the last stage. And just to clarify, who are, are the residents in those? So that's, it's, it's social housing for um, mainly older, older um, people. So we're very careful with the tenant mix there um, so that they are – it's owned by Palmerston City Council. It's managed by Palmerston City Council. And the residents um, pay uh, the city council for the use of that public housing. Yeah. So they're sort of not homeless people, or no, necessarily. No, or but they or... are. It, there is an income test on it all. Right. Uh, people that um, um, that you know, um, I wouldn't be able to go there, um, and you possibly wouldn't be able to go there. But it is people that have. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's more older people, and what I'd be calling, I wouldn't. I mean, it's not it's not a bad term, but remember the old pensioner housing. Right. Yes. It's a bit more of that sort of, sort of setup. Right. Um, Except much more modern and nicer places to live. Oh <laughs> yes, and and look, great set of residents there. They look after it um, well as it's their own, and and a lot of them have been there for many many years. All oh, right. 
Well, thank you very much. We've run out of time again, so we'll look forward to a future um, program where we can discuss the social housing. There's all sorts of questions that people wanted to know about, um, which we haven't got time for today. So thank you very much again for your time, Grant. As always, Anne, thank you. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate.